in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. While the information on this podcast is believed to be correct, you should verify all facts. Nothing in this podcast is to be construed as financial advice. It is not the offer for you to purchase any instrument or any interest in any financial contract, including but not limited to insurance. The opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone. They are not affiliated with the Department of Health and Human Services or financial institution. All right, everybody, it is March 26th, Wednesday. Hopefully this will be up later today, maybe on the 27th. Anyway, a couple of things. First is that I am now officially up and running as an expert contributor on MyMedicareAnswers.com. It is a new-ish website, which is powered by Humana. Humana is the second largest carrier of Medicare Advantage plans in the country. The site, however, is information only, answering questions from readers who are sending them in. It is also a valuable resource for clarity's sake, which explains some rules about eligibility as well as, you know, when to sign up, etc. These facts, of course, are part of Maximize Your Medicare, but online, of course, you can find myself and I think it's five other contributors who've been asked, invited by Humana to be expert contributors on the panel. Anyway, MyMedicareAnswers.com. You can find me there. You can find my ugly picture up there as well. And answer questions of me or the other experts. Second thing is I'd like to talk and revisit a very controversial topic. The topic is observation status. You can remember that part of Maximize Your Medicare as well as some of the ongoing public debate has to do with this very controversial term observation status. Well, what is observation status? First is when you go into a hospital when you are hospitalized, you are either classified as inpatient status or outpatient, or which is otherwise known as observation status. So there's inpatient and there's observation status, one of the two. If you are part of inpatient status for three days, then you are covered by Medicare Part A first, and you can see that after you pay the annual deductible, that the hospital stay is free for the first period of time. And you can look in the many public sources. You can also look on MaximizeYourMedicare.com. The table is there, so you can find out exactly how the rules work. Now, the question is, however, is what happens if you are not under inpatient status, but instead are put in observation status? Under observation status, (coughs) excuse me, you don't qualify for Medicare Part A benefits at all. Instead, you have to, uh, you are receiving Medicare benefits under Medicare Part B. If you get prescription, if you are prescribed prescriptions, medications, 
while in the hospital under observation status, then you can get a bill and then apply for a refund uh, Other under Part D. Otherwise, you have Part B, which has a deductible of $147 a year, and then the familiar structure of Medicare paying 80% and you paying 20%. That is, of course, worse than, in many cases, than staying in a hospital under inpatient status and being covered by Medicare Part A. So what ends up happening is people don't really know what their status is, and they get put in observation status unknowingly and getting a bill that is larger than expected. Now, the complication, and to make matters worse, to be candid, is what happens if you stay at a hospital for a number of days, and then you have to go to a skilled nursing facility for rehab, for example. Well, if you have been admitted to the hospital under inpatient status for three days, both, and then get transferred to a skilled nursing facility, then you qualify for Medicare Part A benefits at the skilled nursing facility, the first 20 days of which are free. Okay, so inpatient status for three days, followed by skilled nursing facility, is free for the first 20 days at a skilled nursing facility. Okay, you must be both inpatient status and for three days, both. The difficulty is that if you are under observation status, if you are in observation status and then to a skilled nursing facility, the skilled nursing facility is not covered by Part A at all. You are under Part B for observation status at the hospital. You are in Part B for the skilled nursing facility costs. Now, 20% of a very large number, both at the hospital, then followed by a skilled nursing facility, can be a very large number. And what ends up happening, this happens, is that people go to the hospital for a number of days under observation status, then get transferred to a skilled nursing facility, but they thinking that they qualified for Part A benefits under Medicare when that is not correct, they then check out and then they realize after the fact that they have a bill that they did not expect. And it is usually substantially larger, obviously. Now, there are certain measures. This obviously is very confusing. If it's not confusing to you, congratulations. You are one of few. But to most, this is highly confusing, and understandably so. It is the subject of legislative and administrative debate, the rules being changed, the rules being modified. One modification that has been tested or has been proposed and actually approved by the CMS is something called the two-midnight rule. Now, the two-midnight rule specifies as follows which is if you go to the hospital and stay over two midnights, you are presumed to be inpatient, in which case you would not necessarily have this faulty observation status. status. 
And then if you then went to the skilled nursing facility, then you would be covered because they had presumed that you had been inpatient. First of all, you'd have to still be, they've changed, they had proposed to change this rule, but that would not have changed the three-day rule. You would have had to stay inpatient and for three days. Anyway, the implementation of this rule has been delayed, not once, but twice. It has been my statement on the podcast, not on the podcast, but on the blog that the observation status rule had been changed, and it had been. The implementation had been um, argued against by a certain set of providers, hospitals and physicians, for their own reasons. And as a result, the CMS, which is the official government agency governing Medicare, has decided to push it back. It was then pushed back to April 1, which would have been days from today, and has now, again, been delayed until October 1. So, the bottom line here is that you still need to understand observation status. You still need to understand that you that in order for Medicare Part A benefits to kick in, at a skilled nursing facility, the bottom line is you must be at a hospital under inpatient status for three days. This and other sticky situations are explained in Maximize Your Medicare, Understanding Medicare, Protecting Your Health, and Minimizing Costs. It's up on, available on Amazon.com. Thank you so much to those persons who've already purchased Maximize Your Medicare, which is available in ebook or print format. There's no doubt that your support for me and my book have led to my involvement on the website mymedicareanswers.com, which is powered by Humana. I'm Jay. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.